Hey, play my music, man. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to another episode. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for joining me. Now, today we're talking about toxic relationships and how you get past them. That's right. Now, I'm sure there are a lot of you who have had to deal with a toxic boyfriend or girlfriend, whether it's your own or a friend of yours, but. I think this is widely applicable to anybody in the age range from 18 to, you know, 30. You never really know. Uh, I do think a lot of these tendencies people end up growing out of eventually, hopefully. Cross your fingers, right? But um, being able to be more mature does help in this situation. And maturity comes with, you know, better communication, more respect, more trust, more honesty, and less childish behavior, typically. But let's not waste any time. Let's jump right into it. What does toxicity look like? Now, we've talked about toxicity in previous episodes, but here's a quick recap of what toxicity looks like. It can can be somebody who's controlling. You know, they try to control your actions, whether it be telling you where you can and can't go, telling telling you who you can and can't hang out with. Hostile is another one. Quick to anger. People who don't have very much patience and are ready to quickly get angry or, you know, have a quick, sharp temper. Dishonest. So obviously this one's pretty self-explanatory, but somebody who can't tell you the truth, obviously the person that you're with should be able to tell you the truth at all times, regardless of how uncomfortable it is. Because obviously with trust and vulnerability comes intimacy, dependent. Now, now this is a tough one, obviously, because dependency inherently by itself is not a big red flag. It's a moderate one, but not a big red flag because relying on somebody is not necessarily a bad thing. However, if they are becoming reliant on you for their own happiness, for their own well-being, for their own satisfaction of self, then that's obviously going to be a red flag. Because while they can rely on you for certain things, some aspects of your life, you do need to be self-reliant. Intimidating. Now, this one is a tough one too, because I think this tends to go more towards the boy-to-girl way than the girl-to-guy way. But uh, a person who you're with should not be intimidating to you. It should be the (laughs) complete polar opposite. But you do find that some people do stick around with people who do intimidate them and are and who they are scared of. This one kind of goes hand in hand with the last one, but abusive. Obviously, you shouldn't be with somebody who's uh, abusive, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, or more intimate. And abuse can obviously take many forms. I'm not going to go over them here, but be very wary of somebody who displays abusive tendencies because a lot of times that stuff doesn't get better. It usually gets worse unless, an, unless action is taken against said action. Gaslighting. Now, this is a fun topic. Now, this is a fun one. Obviously, this is basically making somebody feel crazy for what they see or observe, whether they're right or wrong. And and this one usually goes hand in hand with uh, another topic that we've talked about, DARVO, which stands for defend, attack, reverse victim, and oppressor. And these are both just abusive techniques that people use to maintain control, which is actually the first one on this list. But it's ways to maintain control over the person that you're with, because by abusively punishing by abusively punishing people trying to speak their mind or tell you how they feel you in a way try to stop them from doing said action bad communication now obviously again this one is not a means for dumping your partner immediately either but not being able to communicate the way that you feel effectively is a big red flag in relationships because communication is so vital and so important. Now, of course, bad communication can take many forms, dishonesty, lack of trust, not being able to accurately and calmly and maturely express one's feelings, uh, not expressing one's feelings at all, uh, building up resentment, that kind of thing. Jealousy. Now, I think everybody inherently has a little bit of jealousy, but if this jealousy turns into 
abuse or control or, you know, anger. These are all signs that this person is probably pretty toxic. There is a mature, calm way to express how you feel and how certain behaviors make you feel without, you know, instantly jumping to the more toxic mindsets. Uh, this one kind of goes out without saying, but infidelity is obviously a, another characteristic of somebody who's toxic. Um, your person should be with just you and cheating should not be a, a mistake that happens at all. Because obviously cheating is something that, you know, regardless of how drunk you are or how whatever you are, you know what you're doing and you're making a conscious act to do that. So I don't know. I have a pretty specific policy against cheating because I just think it is a, I do think it is a pretty messed up action. You take somebody, put them in their most emotionally vulnerable state, and then you break that trust and you cause them to, you know, probably lack trust in the future. Don't be a cheater. Cheaters suck and they're losers. So the last one I got here is walking on eggshells. If you feel like you're walking on eggshells or you're walking in a minefield with the things that you say, do, etc. You probably have somebody who's a bit on the controlling side. You should be able to be yourself and be able to speak freely and talk with the way that you feel without having to kind of suppress who you are, suppress the way that you feel or suppress the way that you behave just based on, you know, thinking that you're going to make, you know, your partner upset. Now, obviously there's limitations to this. Now, I'm not saying that you can just go do whatever you want and it's on them to not get mad at you. That's not what I'm saying. But uh, if you do find yourself having to walk on eggshells, then I would say that you're probably with a little bit of a toxic person. But let's talk about how to get past that. The first step in getting past your toxic relationship is going to be finding ways to stop communication. Now, a lot of times people will find and maintain ways to stay in contact with their exes. And I think this is a really tough problem when it comes to, you know, actually getting past that relationship. Now, I, you know, read a few books for this, uh, for this episode. Thank you, Matea. And uh, this one in particular actually talks about, you know, different excuses that people make to stay in contact, whether it be, I just need closure or I'm lonely or I'm horny or I just need to return this one thing. Like all these different excuses that people use to stay in contact with their exes are just kind of cop-outs to maintain contact. And it's understandable that you would want to maintain contact with your ex. That's habitual. It's um, somebody who's been in your life for, you know, X amount of time. But this definitely slows or halts the recovery process. Now, the next step, once you've kind of been able to cut off contact, is to find a group of supportive people that you can trust. Now, usually this takes the form of your best friends. Um, and be comfortable and willing to talk to them. Obviously, your best friends should be somebody that you can trust and somebody that you can confide in. And I found that being around people makes me feel better when I was done with my relationships in the past. I found that get, getting out and finding ways to take my mind off of um, that other person instead of just sitting in my room ruminating on everything that went wrong is definitely a way to feel better about, you know, the situation that's going on. Now, the next part of this is being able to take care of yourself. Now, this can obviously be difficult. You might just want to sit at home and eat ice cream and cry or whatever, but I'm not saying that's what I did, but okay. <laughs> but, but make sure you take care of yourself if you got to use it as motivation that you're getting back at them or whatever to get back in the gym and stuff like that and eat healthy and you know look even better than you did before by all means use that but you have to make sure that you're prioritizing your health and your safety now this definitely includes staying away from from your ex but also more importantly it means you know exercising dieting uh doing fun things maintaining your life at work 
And this can be more difficult when you're feeling upset, but those are things that need to be prioritized. Now, the next one is allow time for grief. Obviously, depending on how much time you spent with that person, this grieving process can take a bit of time. It can take a while for you to actually feel full again. And this one kind of goes hand in hand with the next one, which is don't rush to jump into a new relationship because I know that you possibly are experiencing loneliness after your relationship, whether, you know, not having you know, somebody that you've always had there, but jumping into a new relationship is not always the best solution for a few reasons. One, if you're not past your toxic relationship, there's a chance that either one, you're going to be toxic now, <laughs> or two, you're not going to give that next person the kind of care and love that they need uh, to move forward with you. And that's just really not fair to them. It's not their fault that you were in a toxic relationship. It's merely a fact that you didn't take enough time to get into a new relationship. So I would say make sure that you are genuinely ready for a new relationship before you embark on that next relationship. Now, the next part of this is showing yourself forgiveness. Now, it can be very easy, especially if you're the one who had to break up with a toxic ex, to feel bad about that decision and feel feel bad about hurting somebody else. But you have to be willing and ready to show yourself forgiveness for those actions. Because at the end of the day, it is not your fault that you had to break up with somebody because they were toxic to you. In fact, you're doing the right thing by by putting yourself in a more protected scenario or situation. A lot of times, toxic relationships can get dangerous pretty quickly, probably faster than you would even realize. Now, there's even been past situations that I've been in where, you know, it just starts to escalate too quickly. You know, these girls get emotional and they start to act irrationally. That's, that's not to say that anything abusive happened. That's not what I'm saying. But you just never know what can happen when you know, tensions get high, feelings get hurt, yada, yada. The final part of this is being open and willing to therapy. Now, therapy seems to have a rap of like, if you go to therapy, you're crazy or whatever. But no, therapy has actually helped a lot of people. And I think it can still help a lot of people. And honestly, I think you would see less toxic relationships if more people did go to therapy. They would learn how to, you know, better process their emotions. They would learn how to, you know, communicate better, communicate how they feel, yada, yada. So, if you feel like you need it, by all means, don't hesitate to seek out therapy or counseling. But that's going to take us to the weekly takeaway. This week's weekly takeaway is dump your boyfriend or girlfriend and start on this track to recover. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Unless they're toxic, then you should actually dump your boyfriend or girlfriend because uh, you're better off without that kind of person in your life. Uh, the real weekly takeaway is take some time to focus on yourself this week, whether it be, you know, exercising or learning a new skill or starting a new hobby. Take some time this week to better yourself. And that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you for listening all the way through. My name is Will. And I'll see you next time. Do you like that episode? Boom. There's another one. Check that out. I'll see you over there. Bye. Love you.